When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did anybody ever find out what Harry Styles meant when he said, this doesn't happen to people like me very often? No, for real. I just, it, it, it's been weighing on my spirit. Like, ain't nobody told me what he meant. And I don't like that. And I really just kind of know. Anyway. Look, this is an Ask Me Anything episode. You know, I like to do a little mini episode after I've given you two full episodes during the week. So let's get into it. This is your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. No, for real, like, like for real, like, what did he mean by that? Like, it's been bothering me all week. Like, I just been wondering, like, what did he mean? It don't happen to people like him very often, because I thought that was like who it happened to the most. I don't know. It's listen. It's been weighing on my spirit, but that's okay. Beyonce is the most awarded artist in Grammy's history, as she should be. So you know what? Oh, I'm going to move on. I'm choosing to move on. I'm being positive. It's okay. I'm moving on, okay? Y'all, I'm doing an Ask Me Anything episode. You know, I always give y'all the option to, you know, ask me anything, whether it's about uh, unscripted TV, you know, our favorite reality shows, documentaries, whatever, or if it's about scripted TV or film, whatever the case is. I'm only going to pick a couple just because, you know, it's supposed to be a mini episode. And I told y'all I'm going to keep these to mini episodes, two full episodes of mini a week. Unless I do like, you know, unless I bring a guest on that's uh, not like a fellow podcaster or, you know, an account or someone. If it's like someone on one of the shows we love, then it'll be probably a longer episode. But otherwise, I'm trying to keep these really small. Y'all have gotten enough of me during the week. You don't need that damn. Okay, yeah, you need enough of me, but like, you don't need like that damn much okay why don't we pick well let me pick a couple you know y'all submitted i asked y'all to submit them and i'm probably just gonna pick like three of them i'm gonna start with one that is marvel related because i actually got a couple marvel related ones that made me laugh but this one is a little more serious and i kind of want to talk about it because i have a guest that i'm recording with we're going to talk about uh all things like you know wakanda forever ant-man secret invasion that kind of stuff and that episode will be out next week 
But until then, y'all had an Ant-Man related question for me and uh, I want to ask it. Rambling Beauty asked, before Ant-Man comes out, unfiltered thoughts about the multiverse. Is it set up well? Well, I think, uh, not season child, phase four, you know, Marvel puts out their phases. Phase four, I think it did a good job of letting us know where we're, you know, where we might be headed one day. And apparently Ant-Man, which is the beginning of phase five, really kind of gives us a clear direction as to what path we're going down. Now, I think we've gotten a lot of, you know, multiversal stuff in phase four. We got, uh, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home. We got Loki season one. We got uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness starring one of my favorite MCU villains, Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. You know, so we've gotten a lot of multiversal stuff. But the rest of this phase has been kind of like introducing us to new heroes that we're going to fall in love with. Like, I've loved... That's one of the things that I've loved most about this phase because they've been bringing some of my favorite heroes from the page onto the screen that I've been waiting for for a long time. I didn't really... I wasn't a huge Shang-Chi fan from the comics. You know, I just knew him from, you know, in the past. I didn't read too many of his stuff. But Shang-Chi, I'm, you know, very familiar with the Ten Rings and all that kind of stuff. But Shang-Chi... Hands down, one of my favorite Marvel movies. I love that movie so much. Can't get enough of it. I re- it's probably one of my biggest, like, rewatches that I do very often. So, you know, that's a new character we hadn't encountered before. Plus, it tied back to the earlier phases, which we love because we got the whole Mandalorian references. and the- Child, not the Mandalorian, uh, the Mandalorian. <laughs> the Mandalorian is a damn Disney show. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But I think it did a good job of giving us a lot of new characters that are going to be important going forward in the multiversal saga, okay? Because we're going to need Ms. Marvel. You know, we she's coming out this year in the Marvels with uh, Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, and uh, Monica Rambeau, a.k.a. Spectrum or Photon. I don't know what the hell they're going to call her in this damn movie, but, you know, they're going to call her something. So that's going to be good. And obviously that's, that's going to deal with some stuff because, you know, she traveled through time and her show and all kind of shit. So it was amazing. I loved that show. So hopefully y'all liked it too. Um, I think they did a good job of, you know, wetting our whistle like they did season or not. Why do I keep calling the seasons? Like they did phase one. Because remember, it's phase one, I feel like, is very kind of similar to say phase four in a way because they've given us a lot of stuff that, you know, some of these heroes we didn't know, we didn't really care about that damn much. You know, I'm y- y'all can claim to be Hawkeye fans from childhood, but y'all weren't, quit lying. You know, we they gave us people that we didn't care about, but then they introduced a lot of new people as we went on and stuff. So it was all good stuff. You know, we got Ant-Man, and, well, not Ant-Man in phase one, but you know what I'm talking about. We eventually got all these characters that we came to know and love and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think people just, just kind of be patient. I think phase five, things are really about to ramp up. We're finally about to get Kang the Conqueror. You know, we got a taste of him in Loki. That was not really Kang, though. That was He Who Remains. But Kang is going to be a vicious, wicked villain. And I think we're all going to love that. We need somebody just purely evil, purely selfish, purely motivated by his own reasons. And I'm looking forward to that. So I am very excited about Ant-Man and the Wasp, which co- not uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which comes out next week. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. The early reactions have come out actually uh, today, the day I'm recording this. 
Oh, uh, and yesterday, actually, kind of late yesterday, but they've been coming out, and it, it, it's it been, like, pretty overwhelmingly positive. It, they're calling it very ambitious, though, because it doesn't, they're saying, like, it doesn't feel like a, a trilogy ending movie, you know, because we've had Ant-Man uh, number one, then we had Ant-Man and the Wasp, but now this is supposed to be, like, the third one, but I hear there are already talks of a fourth movie, so... You know, it, it's giving what it needs to have gave, okay? I'm hearing great things about Jonathan Major's character. I'm hearing the, the CGI is crazy. I'm hearing, you know, it's all kinds of zany and kooky and probably the wildest thing the MCU has done. So I like when the MCU, like, really kind of takes these chances that they know could flop and fail hugely, like meaning all this kind of crazy, weird stuff that we haven't seen before. But I'm glad they doing it because I I like when they do that because I'm tired of the same old, same old superhero shit. I like when y'all do different stuff, so I'm with it. Overall, I'm very happy with where the MCU is going. I didn't hate Phase, you know, let the internet tell it Phase 4 was the worst thing that ever happened to cinema, but you know, child, they showed, kept making shit a million, a billion dollars, so I don't know. I, I don't know who lying, who telling the truth, you know, I can't keep up with the shit, but I'm very excited. The only, let me see what I, what, was there anything I just did not care for during phase four? I liked a lot, of, see, like, even Loki, you know, Loki I wasn't really high on, but the second half of Loki, I thought was great, it was just the first half that kind of bored the shit out of me, but the second half, I I really dug it, I think that season two, I have high hopes for it, I think it'll be great, uh, obviously WandaVision is one of my favorite things the MCU has ever done. And it will always be one of my favorite. You know, I put that up there like not as good as Watchmen, the TV show, but like it's right there with it. You know, like it's it's hanging on. Like, you know, it's gonna be hard to beat my damn Regina King. So it's hard for that to, you know, be topped. But, you know, I'm it's one of the good things. I actually like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was chock full of action and I just needed something action-y. So I was really happy with that. Uh, what if, whatever, <laughs> you know. It was okay. Love Shang-Chi. Uh, I actually really liked The Eternals, too. Now, it wasn't the most exciting movie, but it was definitely, I thought, a really, very beautifully done uh, cinematic, you know, kind of experience. It was really, like, I feel like our, one of our first swings at, like, doing something entirely different. And for me, it worked. And plus, it was the most streamed, like, Disney Plus movie, of uh, Marvel movie, I think, of 2022 so some of y'all ass is lying i don't know so some motherfuckers lying but that's okay y'all just keep lying i ain't gonna tell nobody lie all you want a lie like a rug one of them good ones from uh <laughs> john you know i just get you a good line ass rug i don't know here the lion king god damn it and i you know i, I love no way home love miss marvel uh really enjoyed she hulk Child, well, I can't remember what else came out. You know, uh, okay, the only thing I didn't really care for in Phase 4, probably if I had to rank it, probably Thor, Love, and Thunder would be like towards the bottom of the list. Honestly, that shit was kind of terrible. Love Wakanda forever, so, you know, I'm I'm happy with the trajectory. I'm glad that we're getting the other characters because, listen, a lot of, how do I say this? A lot of people are saying a lot of stuff about the MCU online, mostly, you know, it's, it's very thinly veiled what they want to say, but you know, this phase has really been like introducing us to female superheroes and 
superheroes of color, which we weren't getting a lot of in the prior phases. So we definitely needed that, despite what they trying to say. But don't worry, because James Gunn is about to helm and, you know, bring in a whole new DCU. And from the looks of his projects, it's going to be all white people, with the exception of Viola Davis. So, you know, it'll go back to the brutish type of shit y'all love. So y'all will be okay. Y'all have a good balance come 2025. Y'all will have that. Y'all have the MCU. And y'all will be fighting online because y'all just hate each other. And I'll be sitting back enjoying all the content. So yay me. I don't know if I've told y'all recently, but like I've been kind of on a sangria kick. Like I really like, you know, if I have to choose between like wine and bit well a light a good light beer like a, a blue moon or you know a miller light or, you know some good and refresh i can't turn that down but i really i'm 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 in my sangria bag i am i'm fully in my sangria bag and i have been since probably september 2022 because it started when i went to birmingham we stopped by the uh which one is this? okay so there's Aldi and Aldo. Which one is the shoe store? We didn't stop there. <laughs> we stopped at the one that's the grocery store. Where like you got to bring your own. You got to pay for the basket when you go in, child. But you know they got a great wine and liquor. You know they got a great selection of the booze. So we went back there. We loaded up because our Aldi doesn't have the same like stuff they have. So we had to load up on our sangrias and our our Baileys to put in the coffee and like all that stuff. It, it, listen, it was a good time, but needless to say, I'm drinking a glass of sangria while I record this. But anyway, this next question, boy, oh boy. Yeah. Y'all starting already. Y'all starting early. Who, but it's one that I love to talk about. So I'm definitely going to. <laughs> so, the next question comes from Bronx Beauty 1989. Hey, that was the year that I was born in too. She said, Team Melissa or Team Teresa. Now, those of you that have been listening to me for, you know, quite some time, I think you know the answer to this. Now, I'm not usually a team person per se. I'm one of the people that just shows up because I love the ignorance. My favorites are usually the most chaotic ones and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I'm team good TV. I'm team foolishness. I'm team tickle me till I'm pink, you know. But I've never seen it from Melissa Gorga. Never. Her or her husband. Never. I've just never seen it for them. Never will. Never have. Never gonna be. Sorry. I've just never seen it for her. Teresa, let me tell you something. Teresa ate Melissa the absolute fuck up on her podcast recently whichever episode came out this week go and listen to that shit Teresa ate Melissa up I have a quote for y'all Teresa said I gave birth on this show I went to prison on the show I got divorced on the show I got married again on the show I buried my parents on the show this is what I've done and her story is I didn't return a text message. We are not the same. Never have, never will. Teresa, I know the fuck that's right, okay? Listen, I ain't never liked some shit that hard in my goddamn life. Teresa, baby, you all right with me, okay? I've never seen it for Melissa. I haven't. Y'all know this. I just, Melissa, even her family scenes, which I never thought I would say about someone like family on TV, but even the family scenes seemed like super scripted. Like that scene where the, uh, no, all the kids were in the kitchen and her and Joe were in there. I was just like, this is the most like inauthentic 
thing that I've seen. It's so weird because you think like, even like, you know, y'all talk about Giselle a lot. Y'all know I love me some Giselle on Potomac. She keeps up mess and you know, I love my mess keepers. Okay. She keeps up mess. But one of the things y'all always say about her, despite if you like her, despite if you hate her, y'all always say those kids humanize her. That relationship is like one of the best we see on Bravo. Y'all always go up for her as a mother. It's so weird to me to not have that connection with somebody. Like seeing people around their kids and family life and stuff, it normally, you know, if you don't like them in other settings, it's normally why. You know what? In Jersey, there are a couple of cast members that I felt that way about. I'll exclude the ones that are no longer there, but, you know, I, Marge, I go, I I have a back and forth relationship with Marge. But I'm, I'm, you know, right now we're okay. <laughs> I always start up the season clean with everybody except Melissa just because she yet has yet to impress me. But, you know, I, sometimes I felt that way about Mars too. I'm like, but I realized it was because I like literally had to have a moment of clarity. I was like, you know what? I think it's because I just like literally don't see her interacting with her family at all. And so she's someone sometimes... I felt like when she's gotten into argument with people, like specifically Jennifer, she attacks people's like, uh, I, it's always kind of so cringy to me when like they would attack each other and she would like, just kind of like reduce her and say like, Oh, you're just a stay at home mom. And you're just a stay. And I'm, I feel like that's one of the things I, even though I'm not a stay at home mom, so it's stupid to say, but like, it's one of the things I feel like are the most relatable about people. So it's so weird that, you know, I, listen, I'm team Teresa, okay? <laughs> I was about to go down a whole rabbit hole. I'm team Teresa. I, I, I'm i a lightweight tree hugger, I will admit. I just feel like Teresa is goaded. Whether you like her or not, you'll never take away her contributions to reality TV. Same with Nene. Whether you like her or not, you will never take... Nene is in the museum, honey. You will never take that away from her. Go to DC and see her, okay? Hey, yo, Sean, you Mr. Kingston. I don't know what to say to you. I'm team Teresa. Never seen it for Melissa. And then you know what? This is bad to say too, but after Carlos King came out on his podcast and basically... And I think went on Heather McDonald's podcast too, and basically confirmed that Teresa never knew that they were coming on the show, and they never told her. It's it's weird. It it it's given swim fan like that's so weird. It's like you don't like your sister in law, or you you know whatever the relationship was before that, because obviously it was contentious. But to like actively try to get on the same show as her all these years. And then try to like change perception about her for a certain thing. It's so weird. I don't know. It's so weird. And the fact that like their main issue this season is that she wasn't invited to be a bridesmaid. Uh, why? I couldn't imagine me hating somebody so bad. Because let's face it, Teresa and Melissa don't. M- Melissa. Doesn't, yeah, Teresa. I'm about to cut her Marissa. I don't know. Clarissa explains it all. Listen, I they hate each other, okay? I don't care if you family or not. One, it's weird that you are actively upset that you're not in the wedding when you know for a fact y'all have hated each other so much, y'all do not get along at all. It, it's very weird. And But then, two, if I were Teresa, I wouldn't invite her either. That's so weird that, like, you want to actively ruin my good time, like, my space with my friends when we're trying to just have a good time 
just because you want to be in a wedding and you know we don't get along. That I couldn't imagine inviting my arch nemesis <laughs> to be a groomsman in my damn wedding. That is so weird to me. I don't know, but listen, that's been my issue with the Jadichis and the Gorgas for years. Though. They all just want to sit up and pretend like they like each other. Y'all are so weird. I Listen, the families I know, they'll cuss and fight and throw your ass down before they sit up there and fake with your ass. No, we're not doing that kind of shit. I don't like you. You don't like me. It's okay. It's okay. If we just, if we're two people that just cannot for some reason get along for no damn reason in the world, I hate you. You hate me. You doing all of that. It's okay. Let's just be out of each other's space. I don't think that family supersedes peace. Ooh, that was a word right there. Y'all better get that tattoo. Family does not supersede peace, okay? I'm sorry, y'all talking about blood and sticking in water to hell. It, it may be in some cases. It may not be in others. And in those cases, when it's not, get out. Get out. Jordan Peele, get out. I'm telling y'all, get the fuck out. I, instead of one more, I think I'm going to do two quick other ones because I kind of want to address both of these, but for specific reasons. <laughs> the next one is from J-S-S-N-I-A. Jen, I, you know, I'll be saying Janisha, but I know that ain't right. <laughs> J-S-S-N-I-A wants to know, would you give Thanos the Infinity Stones for Beyonce tickets? Yeah. At this point, yeah, I would because my family and I, we're going through a bit of trials and tribulations. I wanted to go to Vancouver Everybody was on board at first. Now, I don't know if I want to go to Vancouver because it's going to be too pricey and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go by myself. Then they're like, no, we just go go somewhere else to celebrate your birthday. I'm like, no, it's my birthday. We're not going to do that. And then, you know, we're trying to figure it out. Look, we're trying to figure it out. Maybe we'll go to Houston, you know, see in her hometown. We go, we go figure it out. But if I had the option right now to snap this goddamn Infinity Gauntlet that sits on my damn desk, yes, y'all know I have a life-size Infinity Gauntlet sitting on my desk that I can put my hands in, control it, it lights up all six of the Infinity Stones. If I was able to snap it, do away with half of the population of the whole galaxy, <laughs> and uh, go to the seat of Beyonce, yeah, I'd probably do it. I'm sorry, I'd, I'd have to go on like a, a whole time travel quest to get the Stones back, but you know, and try to snap y'all back into existence, but it'll be after the concert. Oh, no. Now, what if I did and I snapped Beyonce ass away, child? <laughs> now, that'll be some bullshit. That'll make me so goddamn mad. I, you know what? I'd find Thanos ass. I'd I, I be snitching to Captain Marvel like, girl, there you go. He, uh, yeah, he killed uh, Nick Fury, girl. Go get him, girl. I'd, I'd be so goddamn mad if I uh, fucked around and gave that man them damn Infinity Stones and now his ass sit up there and snapped away Beyonce. <sighs> and then Jay-Z ass still there. Jay-Z, listen. I love me some Jay-Z, but I'm trying to see Renaissance, okay? I ain't trying to see Blueprint right now, okay? I ain't trying to see Girls, Girls, Girls right now, okay? I ain't trying to see uh, Pimping all over the world, okay? <laughs> trying to see Big Pimping, okay? I ain't trying to see none of that shit. I'm trying to see Renaissance, okay? Unless, you know what? I would like to see... Oh, I, well, I, I saw it actually. Never mind. I was about to say I wanted to see the Carter's album perform, but I did see that. I forgot I went to that tour. I, you know, we go to Beyonce every time she goes on tour. Me and my family kind of travel to go see her. So, you know, I would be devastated if I didn't get to see the Renaissance tour, but I've seen her so much that, like, it won't be the end of the world. I just have to catch Act Two. 
when she go to act on act two and whatever the hell that is, then, you know, I definitely go see her. Okay. But yes, Beyonce, Infinity Stones, Thanos, me, put us in a Venn diagram. We all right there in the middle. Now, this last one I'm asking for a particular reason, okay? The Pink Pop Box wants to know, I never asked, but are you a horror fan? If so, are you going to check out Scream 6? Okay, this is a couple fold, all right? But I'm answering quickly. Uh, one, used to not be a big horror movie fan. Now, I kind of, like, am obsessed with them. I love the genre. Even, like, when they're super bad, I just kind of enjoy them for the laugh. Even when they're super good and make me have a lot of jump scares, I love them for that. But then I also like the other side of horror where it's like Werewolf by Night, where it's like the, you know, a play on the old cinematography style, black and white, uh, straight up horror, the transformation. Like, I love that kind of stuff too. I've really fallen in, but I, you know what, this is fairly new. I think my love of horror movies started probably around 2016. Previously, I, I wasn't really a fan because I used to think it was so hokey at first but then i kind of fell in love with it i remember i look i remember particularly being on a bus ride it was i think let me i want to say it was like my junior year of high school and i was feeling like sick as a dog a dog okay i was on that bus it was storming outside and of all movies to play on that damn bus they played the exorcism of emily rose I don't know why, but that damn movie shook me up so bad on that damn bus. I was like, you know what? We I got to get the fuck out of here. Drive, driver, let me off, bitch. Let me. No, I could not stay on that damn bus. I was, that shit scared me so bad. I was like, look, I'm too dizzy for this shit. I'm too nauseous for this shit. What is going on? Why are y'all constantly playing this movie? It was a lot. So I wasn't really a fan, but then like randomly a flip switch. But you know what? Me and my mom love horror movies. And I think that's where it comes from because I always take her to see random horror movies too cause just because we kind of love it. She loves a good jump scare, but she hates to be at home alone. It's really weird. You know, she's one of them kind of people, you know, be scared to... Uh, you know, I always want to sit up and watch true crime and forensic files and uh, death is my neighbor and all that kind of shit, but then be too afraid to be at home alone. That, that kind of person, yeah. But I brought this question up because Monique, y'all know, not Monique Samuels. We don't really talk about her that much on this podcast. Um, Not Monique Samuels, the comedian Monique, Oscar winning Monique, okay? Actress down Monique. That Monique, she has a new movie on BET Plus that my sister and, like, my mom had watched. And I was like, ooh, is it good? They're like, it's so good. You got to watch it. It's so ridiculous. And it, 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 But, you know, Monique acts her ass off. So it was so good. I decided, like, after I saw, like, three posts about it randomly on Instagram, too, because people were, like, reacting to it, I was, like, cracking up. I'm like, okay, I've got to watch this movie. It's called The Reading. Let me kind of tell you the premise. The premise is like this younger girl. Uh, well, okay. I won't tell you what happens to Monique, but this younger girl is like psychic. She can like tap into like the other side. And so they call her over to Monique's house in the movie to help her get in contact with uh, her family. Child, all this shit. The girl tapping the shit she ain't never tapped into before. She, I guess she was like Swedish. She tap, tap, tapped in and it, it went down from there. I don't know what the hell went on, but... Listen, it's a good little ride. So if you got BET Plus, even if you don't, I think BET Plus uh, still does free trials. So get you a free trial. Oh, let me, okay. Why are you over there? 
watch uh that it's called the reading now you got to do all this in a week okay because i think they free trial only seven days but why you over there watch the reading starring monique oscar winner get into it watch uh the miss pat show she got two seasons they 30 minute episodes you can crank through them both of them seasons. you gonna laugh your fucking ass off and watch uh celebrity college hill oh my god season one you know that was a whole key Key, okay, a whole kikaling, okay, go watch that, that cracked me up to hell, plus, they got another season coming out, it's gonna have, like, Jocelyn Hernandez, Tiffany Pollard, Ray J ass coming back again, like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a key, so, watch that if you can, that's gonna be real good, and, you know, check it out, I like it, but that's why I want to bring up that horror movie question, because that was a good-ass movie, and I need, I want to make some memes, because, the shit was so funny to me. There was certain parts I had to like physically stop the movie and like grab my stomach laughing because it tickled the fuck out of me. But, you know, I'll let you guys decide if y'all want to do that, okay? That's it, you guys. I, I didn't want to answer too many questions. I uh, I love those that y'all submitted. I appreciate it. You know, I like to do these kind of episodes. Normally, I bring somebody on to do them, but I love a good solo Ask Me Anything too. And I meant to do one while I was... uh you know, driving from Nashville, well, I wasn't driving, but I was in the car, okay, driving from Nashville back down here to Memphis, but I didn't get to do one, so this is my, you know, saying thank you to you guys, so I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next week with some more great guests, talking about some more great things, you know, I got to talk about that Jersey premiere, which was everything to me got to talk about Miami because they've been eating season after season and then I got to get y'all ready for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania so that is gonna be a good episode too okay see ya oh wow you sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple Podcasts or spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2 that's t-o-o reality and comics 2 is a cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast this is kendrick and i'll see you seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.